Welcome to Rain City Supercars. As always, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and we're coming at you live from Drivers Club. Brought to you by Avance, Carter Subaru, Haggerty, Classic Car Insurance, and Rainier Beer. That's all of them. <laughs> Good job today. Yeah. Good job reading that <laughs> off the phone because we would never forget our sponsors, <laughs> even though they're great to us. <laughs> How are you, Dan? Oh, I'm still getting over this cold, but I'm yeah, good. Yeah, I like the baritone. It oh, works. thanks, yeah. Yeah. A little Barry White action. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I think of Barry White, I think of, like, you know, South Park. <laughs> no, sorry. We're not going to talk that, though. I'm yeah. just glad you made it back after yesterday, by mm. the way. <laughs> um, you know, uh, our previous guest from last week and I uh, went out and did a drive with some uh, Vaughn's members and some non-Vaughn's members, which was a great thing up on... I forgot the name of it. By Sky Comish, uh, it was. By Sky Comish, and... There's a lot of snow, and then it warmed up in the day, and then the snow got really soft. And so Subaru did good, though. Light, lightweight, <laughs> lightweight. There was a couple people with Land Cruiser. We had some uh, some issues, and a big old Dodge that kept sinking into the road. I'm so. just glad you didn't blow an axle out with how high we lifted that thing. <laughs> I kept looking at my sway bars all day. I did a whole. Uh, I looked it over last night just to make sure because I was like, I realized something. Like when you raise that car and you put those springs on there, when you go over a bump, like I was bucking, <laughs> the back of the car was doing that. So you can't see that. So if yeah. anybody's wondering, Nick has 12 inches of ground clearance under yeah. his cross track now. Yeah, exactly. 12 inches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, <laughs> which is a lot track. when you're thinking of a cross track. So is that um, guy inches? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 16 feet. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I see you left it nice and dirty for us to clean I afterwards. Didn't, I didn't get a chance. I got in so late last night. Poor Brian got off the mountain later than I did trying to pull everybody out because he had a winch in, on that Colorado of his. But uh, it was a lot of fun. It just was, it turned out to be a late night. So, yeah. I mean, I got up this morning and was like, I'm tired. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's it's kind of a good thing you did because it left me the perfect inspiration for our Carter Subaru Tech Tip of the Week this week. Well, then week. you're welcome. Yeah. So, of course, we're going to have to power wash and do some <laughs> heavy detailing on the Subaru after any off-road adventure we do, but um, I've been kind of down for the count this week, so I took the time to just slowly detail the Porsche again. It's the end of the season. The sun's coming out. We're all getting ready for car show season. I think we've got a few months before exotic starts, and we're seeing more and more drive events come around. We had some beautiful weather for once. It stopped raining. Um, and so, one of the yeah, one of the things I did is I kind of did a, a paint decontamination because, of course, I've got the snow tires on the Porsche. I've been driving it all year. And... Um, for the first time in my life, I uh, used one of the things that came in my Avance car care kit. So if, you, if you're a member of Avance, you get a car care kit when you join. That car care kit comes to you from our friends at Grios. One of the things... Great company. We should have them on We sometime. totally should, yeah, right? We, 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 yeah. uh, mark that down. Yeah, we'll mark that down. So um, one of the things that's in there that I've never used before, though, is their brilliant finish uh, synthetic clay. Okay. And, okay, I clay barred cars for 20 years. Oh, I've been using that wrong for a long time. <laughs> Makes wonderful sculptures. <laughs> sculptures does not work yeah. real well in the kiln. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> so yeah, okay. but uh, anyway, so I have had this old adhesive on the roof. The previous owner of my car had uh, 911R look racing stripes in the top, yeah. and he removed them before he sold the car, which makes the car easier to sell. I get it. I would have left them, but it had this little tiny bits of residue that I just I didn't like want to the, use where the edge was. Right where the edge yeah. was, and you've seen it. Yeah, and I usually keep the car really clean, so most people don't notice it. But you get that dust layer on there, and you see it looks like I've got these big scratched lines straight down the roof. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. So I grabbed some speed shine. I put that on. Man, that stuff is magic. I am never going back to regular clay again. Like It's like that's what it was you know, designed for. Right, so, exactly. Yeah, I mean, and so I'm telling you guys, if you're coming in to do your de end of the year or end of the season, I should say, decontamination, where we all clay bar, 
polish, wax, This all is not that. for your liver, just so we're clear. We had to clarify that earlier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let your kidneys do that work. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, try one of these things out. If you're an Avance member, you got one in your kit. You may not have used it, but just grab some Speed Shine. You can use water, but Speed Shine is a lubricant, lots of lubricant with clay or synthetic clay, and then use that. And it is so much less elbow, elbow grease and work than to do the old clay bar style. Like, I couldn't believe how well it worked. And again, Griot's is not a paid sponsor of the show, but when it works, I will promote it. And that stuff freaking works. And everybody should be glad they have it if you're an Avance member. But hey, you know what? We're going to use that as a perfect time to introduce our guests. So here are the guys from Magoo. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> no. Magoo? Uh, yeah. Magoo's? Magoo's. Welcome to Magoo's. Yeah, no, there's Magoo. Uh, exactly. We only had a, a British old Magoo. No. Richard Grio and Nick Grio, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you See how fast us. we get people on the show, Dan? We think yeah. of an idea and it's done. So. I mean, it's only taken, like, when did we go to the baseball game? Like, uh, June <laughs> of last year. And yeah, Nick and I have been going back and forth, like, hey, you guys come in. Yeah, well, we could do that. Yeah. So I blame my infant for uh, the lack of correspondence. <sighs> They're so, so needy. It was his fault. <laughs> so, <laughs> how is he doing? He's doing great. Good. Just turned one. He's walking. He's oh. dangerous. Oh, oh, that's yeah. where. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's walking into everything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he loves his grandfather. Well, that's uh, the, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, I'm, and I'm sure he's, you know, Underfed and underloved, especially in this family, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Overcard, though. Overcard? Yeah. That's not Is possible. That That's not possible. <laughs> Poor kid has no choice. Well, yeah, he has I mean, no choice. You, know, you will love cars. Yeah. <laughs> you can be what you want, but you're going to love cars. Yeah. Yes. Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, thanks Thank for coming you. up. I mean, I know it's a drive up from, from uh, Tacoma, but we appreciate it. It's like we so. had to cross the state line coming up uh. here. <laughs> <laughs> I know, well, of course, we've had a wonderful week, and then uh, weather pretty much turned on us in the morning when we were flipping the coin, and yeah. then it's nice again. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what it does here. It just, you know, it says, oh, you're thinking about taking a drive? No, no, we're yeah. going to rain sideways. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the, you know, if only you had some good products to clean up the car if it rained or something. <laughs> we are not say. car cleaning averse, <laughs> <laughs> but you got to make some calls sometimes. Absolutely. And I-5 is brutal. Yes. Wet, a wet I-5 will oh, yeah. set you back a really long time. A lot of crap on there, too. It's a slow sandblasting. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Is there, is, there, is there a difference between a slow and a fast sandblasting, Dan? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Constant if you've got a sandblaster, there is. Yeah. Truthfully. Truthfully. Anyway, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, it's great to have you. I mean, Nick and I have been fans of... I mean, the Creos catalog to me was like the Sears Christmas catalog. Like as soon as still I still is yeah it still is it's less underwear but still is yeah. <laughs> we, new we idea. sold underwear, Car underwear. no we, we Car sold underwear, underwear. Yeah. <laughs> we sold ties without underwear yeah. I remember yeah. my my brother was a big he was the one who got me into that stuff and so like underwear. He, oh. <laughs> No, oh. car care. Oh, good. Car okay, care yeah, products. Okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm imagining his face as he yeah, says exactly. that because he listens to the show. Yeah. But no, he always leave the Grios catalog out. And yeah. I, I studied that thing like a Bible because it was just like everything I wanted. That was, they were local. And so it was like I knew Grios was just down to Tacoma. Like it wasn't that far. So anytime I got to go down there, oh man, I was like, I couldn't even drive a car yet. But I was like, I want everything because I wanted to use it all. I always treated it like, I mean, some people who are classic people love National Geographic. Like, I still have a ton of my catalogs. Like, yeah. Because they're, you know, not only did you get to see the new products, but I mean, whatever the cover car was. The cover you know, car. Where, and the yeah. story behind that was always really fun. They're actually so. worth a lot of money now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah I found, found one for like 25 cents on uh, eBay. <laughs> so. That's less than it costs to mail it. And, in, yes. and if it's <laughs> and if it's in like you know below one hundred, they're like eighty five cents. Oh, man, interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. that's kind of neat. 
Yeah. Uh, I got to check out eBay. I mean, I'm definitely <laughs> not going to sell my collection. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys started with, it was the Creeper, really, that you guys started with, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we called it the Cadillac of Creepers. Yep. I remember we that. We didn't call it the Ford Taurus of Creepers, but um, <laughs> it was the Cadillac of Creepers, and, and we had uh, non-lifting floor paint, which was fairly unique back then, um, car care products. My dad was in the uh, scientific optics business, so I stole his window cleaning formula. And then uh, California promptly outlawed it because it caught on fire. So, um, but yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> that's got to be user error more than it. Like, don't use during an open flame. Like, I mean, yeah, good God, it might have had a little little alcohol in it. Well, yeah, worked. But, uh, it worked. Yeah, it did work. It worked too well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but no, it's been a. I mean, it's been a fun career. I've been at it for thirty years. So and, you, you started down in California, correct? We did. Okay. We did in Vista, California. And it started, you know, pretty innocently just by, by putting little postcards on uh, windshields at, uh, you know, down at the Monterey, you know, Car Week. Yeah. In fact, they didn't car, I mean, they didn't call it Car just Week back not, yeah. then. It was like car three days. Yeah. yeah. And um, people then, keep screwing around. It's going to be that again. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I know. We were well, talking about that last week. Yeah. Yeah. So... so. And then people started mailing in in these postcards, and you know they wanted a catalog, and I didn't even have a catalog, but I promised them a catalog, so I thought I need to get started, you know, on a catalog <laughs> now. So um, no, it was it was you know pretty innocent in its day, but um, you know I had a need. I'd been working on cars since I was 14 years old, painted three cars by the time I left for college, and um, you know it's. I've been to Jim Russell Racing School. I worked there for a while. I didn't know that. Worked okay. at Sports and Vintage Racing in college. I was paid $2.25 an hour. That was awesome. And I begged for that job. Wow. Went in there five times. They kept pushing me away because it was only like a two-man operation. And um, I finally went in there. I said, I'm working for free, so, you, you know, you have to hire me. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy said, oh, geez. I will pay you to work here. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so he, he put me on the toughest job there was, and that was an old Bugatti water pump to sand out all of the little, you know, casting marks. Oh, man, yeah. And so I, I've got this, right? Of course, I ended up with no finger. You know, my fingerprints are totally, you know. That's, that's they're good. They're gone. I mean, that's fine. But um, no, so it's, a, you know, it's just been a, a love affair with uh, cars and taking care of them my whole life. And um I'm just so thankful I've got 10 customers that feel the same. Did you grow um, up in, I mean, like obviously you said your dad was in, in the industry, not necessarily in the car industry, but in right. the... Scientific. But scientific. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, he was producing, you know, lenses and lasers and that okay. sort of thing. Was and he a car guy? No, no. He was a boat and airplane guy. So, okay. my parents thought, you know, this kid's struck by lightning or something's wrong with him. My so, parents said uh, that a lot. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but... <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, you know, cars are just, you know, I mean, they're, you know, when you're 14 and you want to drive, you know, um, I mean, that's the dream, right? Gosh, I want my freedom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to put as much beer in the back of my Jeep as I could and, you know, leave the house. So... I don't know where I got yeah, the. Uh, I think it's uh, my neighbor. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Jeeps are better but, for that. Yeah. Well, the thing about Jeeps, a '53 Willys Jeep had the compartment underneath the passenger seat. Oh. Did yep. you know that? No, yeah. I did not know okay. that. Okay. So you could put a bunch of ice in there. Yep. 
and you know icier uh, Michelob beers. <laughs> Same with the rear quarter panels of a Porsche 924 slash 944. Yeah. Yeah, right behind the... Built for, built for storage <laughs> of beer at cold temperatures. It was when you were in high school and you couldn't have beer. Interesting. <laughs> I thought this was a beer and alcohol oh, interview. Oh, it is. <laughs> I, I, you know, <laughs> I just don't want to self-incriminate. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry, Mom. You too Dad. can, yeah. We're 40. We're a little past Oh, yeah, that. well, okay. Statue of limitations. <laughs> 22 yeah. years probably where we're now. You've met my mother. She'd still come after me. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. would. So, yeah. Well, times are a little different well, these days. Yeah. Right. So you guys start, you started down in California. And how'd, yeah. you, how'd you make the transition back up to here as, as the company grew? I looked in on a map and thought, where would be the best weather to locate to? <laughs> where you could where you could drive a car every day and you know where you could sell a lot of car care products yeah ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, marketing so, yeah. yeah right yeah. there you go Dan's on to me now yeah okay well, he's quick but like um, yeah. no I, I I was looking for a place that uh, you know first of all I could raise my family by this time I had uh, three kids and another one on the way and um uh, you know, Washington was just a just a wonderful, you know, environment. I yeah. think. I mean, just it cut across all demographics and things like that. And I just uh, absolutely loved the you know loved the area. It was you know a tax free environment to you know to run a business. So I could leave ten percent in the business and just compound that over years. And after thirty years, that amounted to like thirty dollars. So. Um, <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, Congratulations. Uh, anyway, I mean, and the people were great. I mean, you know, I came up here and I thought, gosh, there's no cars up here. I mean, what am I going to do for the, you know, the catalog covers? And then, you know, doors started to open up and I thought, oh my gosh. You mean the sun came out and doors the, started to open up? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but there's this little contingent called Microsoft and they, oh. they, they had some nice cars. They've been okay to us. They, yeah. 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 <laughs> great, great people. Yeah. They helped Dan make a Porsche payment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Very thankful for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, it's I, you know, it's a labor love. I've, I don't think I've worked a day in my life. I've had many challenging days, mm-hmm. but uh, I absolutely love what I do. And, and the people that I'm around, you know, that I work with, and then the people I sell to. I mean, the people that, you know, I sell to are all just rabid car nuts. And I just, you know, I just love those folks. So, so you started out with the Creeper, and then, and then you said you, you worked your way into, at the same time into uh, a non-lift uh, garage floor paint. Right, right. Okay. right. And then we had a car wash and a window cleaner and a wheel cleaner and an interior cleaner. Were you, were you developing those in-house? No. So what, you know, I, I contacted a chemist back then, and we were bottling everything in-house, but, you know, we had a 55-gallon drum of, of a surfactant, and it was all biodegradable back then, and uh, I'm not sure if I would have drank it, but it sure, <laughs> you know, and by the time we put some pina colada scent in it, it was actually a really good wheel cleaner. Um, so... <laughs> You know, and, and it just it just kind of grew. I, I mean, I started out with like a 2,500-square-foot, you know, warehouse, which is about the size of this, you know, interview hall. And uh, then I rented the next unit and then the next unit. And, and I had, you know, three units. And, and then uh, we came up to five. And we rented, I think it was about 15 to, you know, 20,000 square feet. And I remember I was in the corner and I was looking at this huge warehouse or i thought it was huge at the time and i was going gosh how am i going to fill this and i then i started to worry i had you know i had kids to feed and 
And um, Nick does look underfed. Yeah. He yeah. does look underfed. His dad's well fed, though. Yeah, well, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has to be. I take what's left. Well, that's fine. <laughs> exactly. Scavenger that you are, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, and then my, my kids have been, you know, around this business forever. Yeah. Uh, since I, I started, I've run him over in a... In an Elv uh, Formula Junior once, uh, you know, that was great I'm in the sorry, garage. did you say you ran him over? Yeah, he oh. went crying to his mom, <laughs> oh, okay. you know. <laughs> and then he came back out because he, he loves the garage as well. And then I started it up. Well, it's a two-stroke, you know, DKW, a yeah. three-cylinder. Three and it was so damn loud, he went crying into the, you know, house again. <laughs> so he's just, you know, he was a baby back then. <laughs> Oh, so that was last week. Uh, that was last. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can still see the tire marks on Nick's head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's somewhere inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Internal scars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. something yeah. therapy can't reach. I get no. it. I get it. No, we could dig it out today. Oh, I'm sure. yeah, exactly. <laughs> he is starting to twitch a little bit, so yeah. that's you know that's nice. I mean, yeah. um, you guys. I mean, if if anybody in the Pacific Northwest knows this, um, your guys' flagship store. In, in Tacoma is it's a destination mm-hmm. I mean, I mean yes. not only for car shows and things like that but how, I mean and it was in an old co- co- uh, Coca-Cola bottling factory is that what it Coca-Cola bottling plant and okay. um, if you went over to where they were filling the Coke bottles you wouldn't be drinking Coca-Cola right now because ah. all the uh, all the you know citric acid had just totally taken the concrete and just wore a big you know trough in there and Coke's um, not good for you. It makes a good toilet cleaner. No, it yeah. no. Coke is awesome because if you eat a burger and you eat the French fries, yeah, just wash it down with a Coke. Why it would just, you assume it, I'd eat it the totally fries? neutralizes everything. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so it's like you know you're eating fries, a little bit of lard and that sort of thing, and then the Coke just like fizzes it out. So it's kind of neutral. Interesting. Yeah. All right. It's modern health science. <laughs> anyway. modern is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, boy, you have been wearing blinders. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's got me this far. <laughs> they call it holistic healing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good to know. Yeah. All right. We're going to take our first break, and we'll be right back. We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens, laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect this moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars and we're back we were just talking on the break about well a lot of stuff actually but uh, one of the things we tapped into a little bit was the fact that I mean, you guys you've barely touched on the surface of how much you guys have changed the industry not just to change the industry but the uh, sort of the mindset of car guys since Griot's came over. Um, it was, I remember even growing up before Griot's because I was born a long time ago. Garages didn't look like that. And even like the nice garages that I got to go visit didn't look like that. It was like, if you saw anything that Griot was, was selling in the catalog, that was reserved for what you would see only in a showroom, like a, a museum type setting. And now we go into, we have friends with really nice garages with the nice cabinets and the nice flooring and it, all the nice accessories. I mean, it's just, the smorgasbord of what you can find in that catalog and transform your whole environment is like, no, I want to live in the garage. And that was really how we looked at it. It was like, I looked at the garage and I was like, I don't care about the house. Just do whatever over there. This is my space. and This is all I want. And like, yeah, you guys continue to keep doing that. 
um, I was talking, one of the things I was talking to your son about was the, the, ran, the random orbital polishers you guys had. Yes. Um, you guys kind of launched that, but I mean, people don't really know because like, everybody seems to have one now. But at the time, that was a brand new thing for a consumer to buy. That was limited to just like pros only. And now most of us have them. Well, and back then, so we're talking about 1992, 93, when we first you know, introduced the Metabo Orbital. And back then, the car care products were so um, aggressive because they were you know, for rotary machines. Yeah. You know, which is a straight drive machine. And um, so that's when we started developing our own chemicals because we knew the whole marketplace, you know, we didn't want to, you know, burn through any paint. And we wanted to educate people that, look, I mean, machines have a purpose. And one of the, you know, greatest things is, is uh, you know, polishing paint and removing all the swirl marks and stuff. And, and you can get too crazy with that. But, you know, we, we kind of just went, um, you know, for you know the common man right i mean you can do this you can do this but they couldn't do it with the products back then so we we developed a line of polishes that were completely water-based and they rinsed out and they were just you know phenomenal for the uh time and um so when you guys started making your own correct formulas correct yeah yeah no i we've gosh i mean we have three full-time chemists now yes we have Who our own. Who doesn't? I mean, yeah, really I'm just, yeah. you know, I mean, I've got them in my hip pocket. Well, I can call them if you want to. They're, you know. small, they're small chemists. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing big pants, but they're yeah. small chemists. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. No. But um, no, so I, I think it was really groundbreaking back then. And it was really the education that we were giving people in the handbooks back then that really made them, you know, feel, you know, empowered to, to you know, do this themselves. Because. If you went and had it done professionally, there's no way that you could find out how much paint was left on your car. They might burn through it and say, oh, I'm sorry, you know, that sort of thing. So, Well, so many people don't know. I mean, I, I remember being a, a child and being in the car garage and having like a, this orbital the double-sided oh, with God, the push was, and Yeah, and it, and it would take off, which you, you, you take, which that was the only safety it had, is it, the fact it would take off on the paint, which you'd take your hand off of it, which means it would stop after it <laughs> ate like three feet of extension cord. But, I mean, yeah. but you didn't know, like I said, uh, as far as, I think you have educated the public more than anything. No, as far as, well, yeah, well, we're, yeah. we're up to 150 million catalogs, so hopefully somebody learns something along <laughs> the way. Um, but uh, uh, nobody was educating people back then. And so, um, you know, we were giving live demos and it was just jaw dropping at the time. And that continues to this day. And, uh, you know, the latest boss line is just really a technical tour de force. And, and, um, you know, the four polishes that, that, that we have, and then we have a consumer polish line, but that coupled with our brand new orbitals are just, you know, I can sit with anybody and go up against anybody on the planet and polish something out and, you know, know that I'm doing the least amount of harm with the most yeah. amount of good for the for the customer. I mean, Dan and I are both owners of the orbitals. I mean, and, yeah. and it, <laughs> it it gives me some confidence in the fact that you know you sit there and you think, oh, if I, the harder I push, the more it'll the more it'll work, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. You guys yeah. just launched yeah. a new a new version of your orbital, correct? We did. Yeah, Nick? yeah, yeah. That yeah. was uh, we have again a really talented team of product developers. I think that's that's probably the one thing we can't really take for granted is how uh, good of a group of employees that we have at the company. It's like people flock to us. And one it's of like them is... They want to be like around this energy. Yeah. yeah. And 
you do have a certain aura. Well, it's well. radiating right now. I mean, it's just a... Warm. Yeah, exactly. Okay, now it's getting creepy. No, uh, <laughs> but I am warm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nick, you were saying, go ahead. Well, yeah. The, uh, that's the normal side of the room over <laughs> here. We're just gonna, Yeah, <laughs> we'll let them do the, the technical it's stuff. It's ironic we'll, that he kind of We'll runs laugh at you these people over me. here. Yeah, okay. Okay, great. Sorry. Go ahead, Nick. <laughs> Third time? Yeah, sorry. Uh, I, mean, I have these conversations with my dad every day. Uh, okay, yeah. so and he has you know, these with me. So, it's yeah, like we're good. Yeah. It's a seesaw or whatever. I got you. Um, the G9, the yeah. G8. Yeah, so, you know, going back to really having a head start, just kind of in terms of educating the consumer with that, um, we sold Metabo, then Porter Cable up until 2006. We had designed our uh, our first machine and then did three iterations of that, switched manufacturing partners, and we had, again, the luxury of time to make that tool exceptional. And I think you wouldn't have the luxury of time if you were, you know, scrambling to build a brand in, in this, you know, very competitive marketplace that we're currently in. And so that really is, uh, is, is the position that, that we're in, I think is really comfortable, but also people have built trust around that name, that tool, you know, we, Richard and I aren't twisting the wires for the motor ourselves, but we have kind of built a reputation that we're going to take care of that tool and that we have led the everyday consumer with no knowledge to do something safely and effectively. And so that was, these tools are just everything we've learned turned up to 11 uh, in a perfectly safe uh, package. So and there's more to come too. We're, we're working on a ton of stuff. We have a, we have a good friend of ours that, I mean, has used your orbital a ton. And I said, I said, would you ever get rid of it? And he says, I will. He says, when they come out with a new one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's yeah. enough. Where I mean, is that know, guy? Yeah. We need a sale yeah, today. Right? It's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, yep. I need to upgrade mine, actually. <laughs> I right. kept, kept, kept talking to guys. We it's do like, have you know, a discount program where I you do know, that. I, Did I, you know that? He's beat, beat on me yeah. about that. I just, you know, you know it's yeah. like 90 miles down at Tacoma. No. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, we want all our, yeah. you know, old orphans back. You know, your orphans. They've been and treated then, well, yeah. Yeah. They're aesthetically yeah. pleasing, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to, you mentioned your chemist earlier, and... Uh, is it intentional that everything like smells absolutely freaking delicious? Because I was using Best in Show actually that I wanted to lick my car. Yeah, well, you should be licking your car. Do not, that's lick, the the car. Did not lick the car. <laughs> that's to be fair, he was licking his car before. But yeah, okay, okay yeah, that's true. Um, no, we started off with uh, you know just great smelling stuff, and um, you know back then I'm trying to figure out who who had great smelling stuff uh, back in 1990. I think it was Mothers. I mean, they had uh, that that great Carnuba wax. Yeah. And uh, actually, just put your whole face in there and just kind of <laughs> rub your nose around product there. Research, and product then, research, people. Yeah. Product yeah. research. Yeah. And then just, like, just kind of, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. use it as a good for a the pores. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, poor, poor Nick. <laughs> don't use any of our products on your body. No. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have, well, uh, no, wait a minute. Discretion right there. We have one uh, employee in our store, and uh, he did not have hair gel and came to work. His hair was astray. He literally went into the car care school put his hand in the uh paste wax and yeah. put it in his hair there's nothing wrong with that is there he's still fine yeah. but i would not have endorsed that uh, so i mean he's been bald for three years yeah. but that had nothing to do with it it's yeah but gonna right wash now, out exactly. for like a month his hair had great shine yes yeah. <laughs> i mean and that that's that's got like that goofy grape smell so i'm uh, sure you yeah. know you know, you walk He's around 18. like Carmen He's Miranda I mean, with a huge uh, bowl of fruit it. on your head. I'm, it, that's genius. <laughs> I would totally do that. Like, wait a minute. Like, I ran out of hair gel. I have yeah. an idea. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You only got a problem if he's styling with the orbital. So if as much yeah. as it rains, it might work better here. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Well, I think scents are, you know, we were kind of talking about it. Everybody, 
you know, we, we sell things that you use to essentially do a chore. It's an enjoyable one mm-hmm. if you care about what you're doing that chore on. But, you know, sense is tied to memory and you have this great experience. A product works and it smells good. Like, you're going to return to that product. But the problem is in developing those scents is that it has to get by him. Yes. And he, you know, when I was a I hate teenager and would, you know, <laughs> do what teenagers do, maybe have a beer. Read the I Bible and go to, to on a Friday. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'd come home the next day and he would say, I think you drank beer last night or you ate garlic yesterday. So a very sensitive nose. Yes. Um, and so. So you were drinking beer than eating garlic. I oh, see what yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Maybe at different <laughs> times. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Yeah. It was eating the garlic Mask. that masked the. I was going to That's exactly there. where I was going with that. that counts yeah. as an official tech tip, but it's a good one. No, it's not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, but it, it's, a, it's a part of every development. You can uh, add more fragrance. You can add less. Uh, you, you can have too much. You can definitely have too much. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially you if you're talking about. A, a one car garage and you know spraying With a, a chemical closed door exactly yeah, what i was thinking you, you can you can definitely have you know familiar garage sense or you can have you know kind of blueberry breathing down your neck right? <laughs> and that might be a little too much blueberry sure. in that yeah we sold this candle once where it was like burning rubber oh and that was like was a little to, was it hard to capture like just well we went a little too far and then we had the motor oil cologne Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so that was that was awesome. Not everything's. I mean, yeah, that's no. We actually put motor oil. I mean, it was just a drop. We're, you, you know, we're I could do a podcast that. on yeah. that. I didn't. I didn't. Project, product ideas for sure. <laughs> no. Yeah. So barbecue <laughs> like, sauce. Barbecue sauce was awesome. That w- that did sell out. You say it didn't, but it <laughs> did. It was the barbecue tools that oh. were a very slow seller. I was forced. Now to we've eat sold a lot one of, of everything. I I got sauce. on this rampage and did I you, thought. Did you buy it, Richard? Hell yeah, I got no, like was, a whole is that stack the one of, of them. everything. Is yeah, like, right. There's still a case of it in his garage. <laughs> well, it's the it's, tools or the sauce because the sauce, sauce sounds good. The sauce yeah. was high octane barbecue sauce. Okay, uh, brilliant, right? Yeah, yeah. Rev up your meat. I get okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, <laughs> and. Oh dear! <laughs> Never mind. It makes it worse. And then the and then the cologne caught fire. Yeah. I think you know. I mean, we get all these. Wait, wait, doesn't know. cologne normally flammable though? Doesn't it have alcohol? It in it? Does, yeah, but when you just oh, put I some thought, gasoline and motor oil in it, it's I thought you meant the sale of it caught fire. Yeah. It actually caught fire. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we had to we had to change a vat out on that one. I actually want to go back. That brings up a point, like because and I, I think a lot of people, some people realize it or not. When you look at the Griot's catalog, like you said, you partner with a lot of people. When you guys when you guys see something happening in the market or you think it's going to happen, do you guys go out and start looking for those products that, to make it a Griot's product, or how does that work? We do know, the opposite of what everybody else is doing. Okay. Well, we hopefully, we're, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we're setting a no, trend. No, that's my, no, no that's, we've that's the trend thing. centers. That's yeah. my point. Yeah. I, I mean, it's really easy to put products in the catalog because you know we're in the garage ourselves. We detail the cars. I my I show cars, yes. but my my actual reputation on the line by putting something on the lawn at Amelia or, or Pebble Beach and that sort of thing. And and so we're really conscious of, of what we need, and we think just, you know, people need that same product and as well. And if it's not out there, you guys are out there developing. Yeah. We're going to invent the next great thing is yes. what we always say around the office. Yeah, and not every idea is awesome. I mean, uh, <laughs> you'd hope that you batted a 1,000, but... You know, you get in the Hall of Fame batting 300. So, sure. yeah, um, we had a nutcracker once. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, really, there's. <laughs> Did that come out right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. We yeah, sold three nutcrackers. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we, we definitely 
<laughs> I love this oh dynamic. God. It's such. This is such a good dynamic. You can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> how little I think gets I'm ruining the I, 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 I think what's going on is he sees his whole, you know, fortune just like caving in right yeah, now. Okay, he yeah, he yeah. invited me up here. He said, yeah. "Dad, why don't you join me? These two guys have wanted you to come up here and and yeah. uh, forever, and and now he just sees his whole world just like going under." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's blackmail, I guess. Right. Just lobby for control. But, uh, the nutcracker, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, listen to this episode. He's obviously crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you hear what I deal with? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. The two of you are sitting over there looking at us yeah. like, um. Yeah. It, but it really is fun. I mean, the, the third, third leg of the stool here is my brother Philip and the restoration business that he's getting off the ground. And to speak to Richard again, it's just we are the same people we're selling to. And so those ideas can either happen, uh, you know, organically. We get customers that say, we want you to touch something and approve it and develop it based upon this idea. I'm not going to take a red cent, but yeah. you have the, you know, the, the development team to go do something. Um, and again, we, we, we can't take ourselves too seriously either. So we definitely still have some fun stuff. We have a product called Track Spray. It's definitely been on the chopping block every day that it's been on the market but it will not go anywhere because it still speaks to that person that goes to the needs track it. yeah and needs that solution of rubber beads and uh there's like uh spray on sports car that was an awesome product so you could spray, spray it on your car and just magically the you know the car would change into from a volkswagen <laughs> into a ferrari so that huh. was that was a all-time hit we just Unfortunately, it only worked on the front half of the car. We couldn't get the, and then we oh. had the we had the anti carbine gum. Remember that? I, I started eating it and I started buying more cars. So we had oh, a gum. I thought yeah, you said gum. gun. I was no, like, no, um, yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. So the anti carbine gum, and uh, so we we had to recall that because <laughs> I started buying that, more like, cars. Went through committees and people thought, well, <laughs> oh, I guess they're good enough. I ideas. thought it was going to uh, be a, a bestseller. Honestly, says it's good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. We're going to photograph this. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Okay. So we just do things just just you know because we can. That's just, I mean, you know, we have this lost pile over here. We go, uh, it doesn't really, I mean, it's it's so funny that we could lose money and we'll still be selling speed shine well, over here. Have, well, yeah, you still yeah. have your base in the fact. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. you know, and Dan's right. Like, everybody wants their garage to look like it does on the cover of Griot's. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, and most likely wants the car. But I, I mean, still want a black and white checkered floor. Right? Oh, I think I can arrange that. I know yeah, you okay. can. You know a guy? <laughs> I do know, you know a, guy. a guy. Yeah, okay. Do you guys have a, f a favorite product or a product that you go to? Like, this is my, my favorite thing we put out, or a few. I love undercarriage spray. Undercarriage spray? Yeah, it was when I was uh, yeah. detailing when I was younger, it would just be the one thing where people would come up and never knew that it was such a terrible part of their car that was dirty and, and unattended to. And uh, it's pretty much just a, a masking agent that wets out your entire suspension frame rail and back in the uh, late 90s and early 2000s all all cars had you know black plastic wheel wells right and now they're all fabric so it's a little less effective but those would gray out and get hammered and it's just that one touch yeah. that nobody's thinking about yeah and it's super easy to do but i love it that's my absolute go-to it'll change a car and bring all the focus back on the wheels and tires nice you good sir Oh, I would still say it was our barbecue sauce. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're going to reintroduce that. <laughs> you're getting nothing <laughs> from him. He sticks to he sticks to it though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Don't worry, Nick. We're going to ask him what his, who his favorite child is the, here in a minute. So. <laughs> oh, I, I can tell you right now. <laughs> you don't the have mom. to wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. It's not any of the boys. I have one princess, and she's my favorite. And they all know that. Oh, well, we didn't think we were going to call Nick that in front of him. No. Um, so, <laughs> you know, that's just after three boys, I had a princess. Yes. You, so, okay. So okay. Yes. Yeah. The guarded one. The guarded. Yes. One. Yeah. Okay. Is she a car girl? Uh, single horsepower. What the single yeah. horsepower. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right with that. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, man caught a lot of cars dirty, and uh, <laughs> but she couldn't drive a car until she learned, you know, how to drive a manual. Okay. Uh, that was so. She's she's been well trained. Good. And Would I you, can. She I, liked trucks, and she's restoring a pretty bitchin' '62 Airstream right now. Oh, so that's right. She but for her interior design business, so she's got a little bit of it, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, can't can't press too hard. Yeah, on, the on six, sixty-two Airstream is amazing. Yeah, I've always wanted an Airstream. Me yeah. too. I, I mean, the yeah. Subaru won't pull it, but uh, <laughs> I'll bet it would. You you guys Ooh, really have, and, and this is something like you said, your brother Phil's getting into. I mean, you guys are we want to talk about later, but you guys have always restored cars. Like you said, when you moved up here, he had he was restoring cars. That's always been somewhat of a passion. Correct? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Talk about some of the cars that you've restored. Like, did you oh, guys geez. in the family? I mean, yeah, a couple of favorites. Yeah. Oh gosh! Your suburban's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. the suburban. I I, I uh, took the kids on a on a trip, and you know, thank God the air conditioning worked in the back. That, that I mean, that was a great a great uh, trip and a great car. What but, what, uh, what what did it so what did it start as and what did you seven? Kind of it was a three door seventy two suburban. Okay, and um, we put. Uh, a lot of you people know, don't know that Suburbans used to come with only three doors. You yeah. didn't get yeah. those rear doors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, that's so, yeah. you know, the kids, I mean, I mean, nowadays you want that fourth door. Yeah. Because if you don't have a child you really like, you can put them on, on the, you know, street side. and Yeah, get out. It's <laughs> yeah, fine. Sure it's fine. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Nick's so, over here going, I always <laughs> sat street side. <laughs> so, so, yeah. we, uh, so we got some, you know, modern houndstooth material. And uh, got seats out of a Suburban, so it was orange, and it was originally orange, and it had a had an option list about that that long. Is that that long? No, I mean you need to divide that into two. For those of us listening to this, Richard's yeah, anyway. hands are about three yeah. to four inches apart. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, <laughs> that was the twelve inch comment yeah, earlier, I, uh, right? Uh, okay. Yeah. I anyway, <laughs> so wait. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Where are we going with this? I, Tell us I'm about, about the car. You know, I, look, yes. look, my favorite car is the one I just did, and that was a 1967 Iso Revolta. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it actually, um, it actually won second place at the Battle of the Builders at SEMA. Wow! And we, you know, we have been doing SEMA cars, but not just kind of. You know, we've, I mean, we've never entered the Battle of the Builders. You've done uh, your Lincoln. We had the two-door M3 wagon where we took the rear door out and, you know. Have you guys seen that car? I don't know if I've, I've seen, seen that, that car. car. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, Squirrel. anyway. Yeah. So, and then. uh <laughs> But the Iso Revolta was, um we put an LS7 in that because it originally came with a Corvette engine, right? Right. Okay. So we thought, well, that gives us. A ton of engines to put in there so um it's really just one of the most insane cars i've ever driven okay. and we cut the the um roof off and dropped in a glass roof so that had to be floated Ooh. and yeah it's it is just art morrison chassis custom yeah. wheels off of a lamborghini Miura. 
six-speed manual transmission, hidden navigation, yeah. lots of bells and whistles, and perfect execution. It's black, uh, flawless black paint for sure, um, over yeah. peanut butter guts. So it's it is really the nice most insane. And we, and we got rid of the rear seat. Okay, and have this little you know luggage parcel back there. We were actually yeah. as we were walking around Drivers Club, uh, Nick and I were talking, and you. You're very good at taking something and going and creating your own vehicle and sort of yes. pissing off the purists, which I love. I um, do we, that we were talking about the Van Wicky car that, that they, they, sl- they slammed a, what a, a 430 Scuderia that they slammed a six-speed in. And people freaked out. But like you're, ta- you're talking about this, this car that you guys built. I mean, the purists had to have been just cringing, but you were making it it's so much yours. It's a gorgeous car. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that, that car was designed in 63. It was really designed for the U.S. market, and it had a, 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 a Bertone, you know, designed body with, you know, with American mechanicals, and uh, so it had to have bumpers that withstood a '63 Cadillac, and so the bumpers were huge. Yeah. And underneath, if you if you stripped off all the bumpers and stuff, I mean, it was just a really, really executed, streamlined well Italian, yes. yeah. yeah. And the greenhouse, which is. You know, I hate B-pillars, right? Yeah. Every new car has a, f- you know, three-foot B-pillar now, and you yep. can't see over your shoulder and, and this. So um, this had, had thin A-pillars, no B-pillar, um, and a very, you know, tiny C-pillar. So, I mean, you're just like driving in a fishbowl. And then you put the roof in. And like then we said, put yeah. the glass roof in because yeah. I love to drive, and I love to, you know, look at the mountains and, and stuff, drive off the road, and then come back <laughs> on the road, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> Um, You're going to be running this company in no time. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> kidding. <laughs> oh, squirrel. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I love to drive. I mean, I just, you know, we, we, we drive every year down to Monterey. Yeah. And it's just like, why? I mean, you can get a flight into Monterey. And say, oh, gosh, because it's, it's just fun. I mean, that's yeah. what, that's what so, we do. It's so, so Dan and I, we, do, we, we, we have a rally called CMOT. We do every year. We, we take people. I've never been invited. Well, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> Would you right. like we're bonding now. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> we take every back road you can get. There's no highway driving. We were no, on, we, we were no, on I've I-5 heard about for this. about a mile and a half last year. <laughs> last yeah. year, yeah. the first day we ended up in rain, hail. The hail took out the back window of, a, of an Aston Martin. Um, oh, dear. No, but it, so it had been like a burn, burn on fire in Eastern Oregon for like three months. And the one day we drive through, hailstorm. <laughs> the one day. There's like literally, we, we drove by a fire camp while it was hailing. And they were out sideways. there dancing, going, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, but I understand that. Like, yeah. the, 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 you know, to get off the road and, and really enjoy, you know. Yeah. That's to his credit, yes. too. I love pissing off the purists. It's great. Yeah. Great fun. Uh, because it reminds we you, agree. Ha- it reminds you how seriously people take themselves, and then you just kind of have to inhale, exhale, repeat. And uh, so you're talking about your those life. people that like go out and buy a bunch of BMWs that are like have race history, and they, you know they have to. Oh, hi Peter. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are. Ca- yeah, exactly. They're cars. They're not made of sugar. You know yeah. all those type of things. But uh, stop licking them, Dan. The, the, <laughs> when Richard told the president of the ESO. North America Club, which is not a very big club. There's not <laughs> like many. Yeah. 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 Well, there's again, there's uh, like more than three. When he described <laughs> this ESO project, the like blood left this guy's face. Like you would cut an ESO Revolta up and think that you could improve it. And a year later, the same guy comes into the booth at SEMA and is like shaking with happiness yeah. about how well <laughs> the car was executed. Yeah. We left I mean, that at yeah. the end of the week. He had printed a 48 by 72 v- picture 
of the car to hand to Richard. And uh, well, when so you get like, Chip Fu saying it's a nice car, that's I think who? No, I'm just kidding. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it just goes to show you you shouldn't care if it's your car. Do what exactly. the heck you want. Yeah. Do it. Except enjoy stance. it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Except yeah, jack I, it I, up 12 yeah. feet, right? I have heard you. Whoa, whoa. I mean, your anti-stance Tread rage. lightly, yes. sir. <laughs> Tread lightly. We say we love all cars. Did you hear about that? Except. Jab? Unless you're jacking it up 12 feet. I said 12 feet, not oh, 12 feet, inches. Feet, sorry, yeah. <laughs> feet in. Okay, yeah, we're good. Yeah. yeah. We're good. Back to that. <laughs> Yeah. Nick, I mean, obviously, you've, you've restored a few of cars yourself, and yeah. so has your brother. Like, I, I actually thought that we, we were talking earlier about your brother's uh, BMW 2002. I thought that was yours, but you, you restored a Lincoln, correct? Or? Yeah. I, I, I did a 63 Lincoln, and that was uh, it, it's kind of a crazy series of stories to get to that car. But um, it's a, you know, I've always liked big slab sided Lincolns, mm-hmm. and because uh, my mom used to get driven to school uh, in one, so she'd always talk to me about it. I my dad and I had restored a Camaro and my mom just didn't ever look twice at it. She's like, "No, I don't like Camaros." Sixteenth Christmas present, you yeah. know. And what Is do you it do? Camaro? Yeah. Well, well, we worked. But on it, it was for a about piece of crap. Okay. Four to five years together, and yeah. that car still, you know, I drive wow. that car quite a bit. It's awesome. It's bright yeah. yellow, and it's a it's Camaro RSSS. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But um, the Lincoln was a car that again I'd kind of always had in my head, and uh, my my wife and I closed on her house and we got this historical photo album and in the driveway the doctor who had owned it uh had two lincolns 62 63 so you planned this well so this is i have to get a lincoln this is the sick part of the griot family i mean you 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 know now go buy a car because you have a picture of a lincoln in your driveway yeah just in some image in my head that much evidence (laughs) but okay yeah that's like yeah but it's like chinese water torture it's just dripping you know i've got a got to get this Lincoln. So yeah. I like close on the house. 10 days later, I bought a Lincoln out of Maryland. <laughs> it was complete. It was rust free though. It, yeah. it, oh, ran, good. it was yeah. totally yeah. rust free. It Which was, was amazing. And uh, like, you know, I was pulling it apart in Maryland. 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 Yeah. Really yeah. Okay. And I'm, I'm the third owner of the car. One guy had owned it for 47 years. And it's a 60. Whoa. Yeah. Like 63. Yeah. 63. So we kind of tore it apart or tore it all down and uh, my goal was to not cut into the car, but um, did not do that. But we put it on four-link uh, suspension, so it's coilover. It's very static, right? I had very low. Um, actually capitalized on how wide the fenders are from the internal wheel hub. So it's got 12-inch wheel. Are uh, we getting tr- bored yet? 12-inch no. wheels. Oh, God, I mean, no. uh, we're not talking about me here. <laughs> 427, that's about 550 horsepower, and yeah, it's like the, cool. the most hot rod Lincoln uh, that, make a that good I could imagine. So you and Dax Shepard should yeah. talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've seen Dax, and you know, Dax's is, uh, he definitely kind of just left the aesthetic untouched and, and lifted it up, put it on performance wheels and put a very modern motor on it. Yeah. This definitely has a hot rod feel. Uh, like you would look at the car and say, okay, that that's a complete, you know, Lincoln. I wanted to be respectful to the lines and stuff. But, um, and then if you looked at the engine, you wouldn't know it was a modern engine. It looks like, period correct so very cool um and you know what it's really i mean it drives like a compact car that's saying a lot for no no i no i mean because these these chrome you know like spears go out and then they drop straight down and that's where the end of the car is and you can just you can easily navigate i'm you know when i drove it it was like gosh this is it feels a lot smaller than it looks it roasts tires 
for sure. Yeah. And but it's also got 15 inch six piston Brembos on the front. So yeah. uh, when you drive a car like stop. that, there there is there is there's a, a mindset you get in. It's just you know when, when the fact that you can have your arm on the seat and still not be touching the guy next to you. Mm-hmm. And you have to, yeah, what, That's so probably a good suicide thing. Suicide doors <laughs> in the rear. Suicide doors. Which I love black yeah, black okay. leather and. Uh, Carbon fiber inserts in, pl- oh, wow. in, in lieu of the uh, kind of fake wood that was in That's there. That's how you so. saved weight right there. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a 4,500-pound car wow. with uh, perfect weight balance, which okay. is kind of crazy. Just that depending was, on where you set in the car. That was, not, balance, right? that was not planned <laughs> either. So, uh, it just, I mean, so you, you guys started restoring in, 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 your, in your personal garages. And, I mean, if, if you've been around the Pacific Northwest and been on a tour and, and seen the backside of, of the Griot's, uh, flagship store. You know that a lot of restoration happens there at the store, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys both restore cars there, or is it mostly just your cars get kind of restored, or is it or, or is it outside source too? No. I, well, look. I mean, we uh, you know we outsource the uh, paint work. No, I meant. Or, I meant. Are you re- you're not restoring other people's cars? No. It? No, that's what I'm saying. No. it's all in houses. as family. No, not. Yeah, not yet. Okay. Yeah, that's what Philip's going to be know. responsible yeah. for. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's an exciting project. Actually. That's an actually that's an, that's an, a future episode. We're gonna get Phil up here and kind of yeah. talk about that. But yeah, um, I mean, yeah, we were. Da- I was down there with the uh, with the Wine and Wheels tour, and you guys were. You, we had the, that what is it that Mercedes Benz that was you guys were. We finally on. got that running. Did you? Okay. Oh yeah, and there's just like one resonator, and it sounds amazing. I was so laughing that day because you know you were taking us around the garage and we were talking about that. And that, mer- that is a Mercedes Benz. Uh, what is the two eighty SL? Two eighty SL. And we had this Junker uh, three hundred SEL with a three point five manual, you know, transmission, and we thought we'd put an LS seven into that. Oh, okay. And so we had this spare engine just just kind of you know sitting around, and we thought, well, why don't we see if it will fit in the two eighty SL? And it was like Cinderella slipper. It just went right in there <laughs> with the uh, same motor mounts as the 300 oh, wow. SL. Yeah, we didn't change anything. It was like that was too easy. Not <laughs> only that, but the oil pan was cut out for the for the you know cross brace below, and it was like, gosh, I think I think they really this was you know meant, meant to, to be. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's 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 a project that is finally closed. We have to put the hood on, and that's about it. Excellent. Very cool. Uh, we're going to come into our second break here, and uh, we'll be right back. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. And, man, I wish you guys could hear the break sometime. We really should start like a Twitch feed or something. Mixer, <laughs> mixer I should say. Yeah, okay. um, but I was going to ask you what it was like growing up in this family. And just cars, <laughs> like, as soon as you could remember? Yeah, definitely. That's um, great. I'm jealous. I mean, uh, <laughs> I think uh, we well we've been joking like I had some like a horrible upbringing. Yeah, horrible yeah. upbringing. <laughs> it was uh, you know I, I think part of it too is that the the position that you know Grill's Garage is now is not how it always was, but there's always the mentality of like hey the garage space is is the sacred space. So like I remember my dad's first nice car, but he always had projects, and again I'd always wanted to be a part of them too. So. Um, you know the business was was very demanding and we you know I was one of four kids and my dad did a pretty damn good job of of balancing it um but you know the fun stuff generally had a car 
focus, right? Our, our trips were road trips. And, uh, if we weren't, you know, going on a plane somewhere we were driving, to go on a road trip. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, we, my, when I was a teenager, we, my first car was, uh, we, we talked about as a 79 Mercedes wagon and it was a non diesel cool. brick. Yeah. It's still and, cool and though. There, there are Jimi Hendrix's mom's car. Not confirmed, but, uh, <laughs> Oh, definitely. Okay. So that's pretty cool. That's the story. Well, we found um, like, we found that hash in, in the uh, glove box. Did you, box, find, you find a gar- guitar yeah. pick uh, in the frame? We did not. <laughs> okay. did not. But, uh, you know, I learned how to do body work and brakes on Thursday evenings in the garage at the, well, the headquarters. Well, if you don't know how to do one, it leads to the other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it both, it, this car was purchased for $500 okay. from, from one of his friends, so it needed everything. You stole everything. that from Jimi Hendrix's mom? Yeah. Jesus, dude. Well, he and, did, and then... Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that was, I, I learned a lot on that car. The, it ended up throwing a rod, and there's a funny story behind that. But the car pretty much, you know, grenaded on Richard. Um, <laughs> okay, so I felt like a fighter pilot with the whole engine just being blown up. How fast were you going? 55 miles an hour. Yeah. Allegedly. And it ca- completely. Not do 60. Oh, it completely <laughs> grenaded. Like if you and dropped just it off a cliff, this, it wouldn't do 60. It would not okay. do 60. Gotcha. Okay. Just this fireball came up <laughs> over the windshield with this black cloud, and he was nowhere to be found. Hmm. He had, we were going to meet somewhere. I had to go into Popeye's Chicken to make a telephone call. And I mean, you realize I'm how sure hard that, that is to do these days. No one has a telephone. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But, but, anyway. But, yeah, so we always had car projects. But when it came time to, uh, you know, to for me to uh, work, I was definitely in our warehouse. I learned very quickly what my market value is relative to what I knew about our products and quit my warehouse job, detailed cars. Uh, we did it at, you know, golf courses. So we'd pull in and we'd detail members' cars. It was like a very lucrative detailing uh, stint. But he, when I came back from college he told me you know you're not going to work here i don't want you to feel the pressure of having to come back and work at Grills garage so it's pretty clear like i always had a passion for cars i didn't know i was going to end up back at the business but um sounds like you weren't allowed but okay no yeah yeah no, but <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's you know it's that's kind of the balance we all have in in this particular passion is that you want people to love cars so that cars continue just with all the noise around us but you also can't force it right like Car guys can spot and smell phonies really quickly. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. So, uh, and I think that that's pretty integral to to where we're at uh, as a business now. Is that there's there's no way we could we could even try to fake how much we love what we do. And uh, well, he came into my office after selling real estate for four years and having his commission skimmed and stuff. And he wasn't brought up that way. Just you know, as far as um, a solid day's work, he got a solid day's pay, yeah. that sort of thing. And um, so I'm sitting there, and he goes, Dad, you always told me to follow my passion. And I said, yeah. I said, you know, how's the real estate working for you? Well, you know, I've had some issues there. Um, and, uh, and, and I mean, you know, I mean, that I love cars. And, okay, so where is this going? And he said, I mean, he finally just said, um, I'm coming to work for you, you know, so make a spot for me. And so one time my brain goes, there goes my retirement fund, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the other f- side said, you know, that's probably one of the nicest compliments a father could ever hear. And, um, yeah, so. It's awesome. It was wonderful. I mean, like you said, you're, you're following your passion. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's, 
you know, you went out and you, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, in this world that it's like, well, my dad did this, so therefore I did this. I mean, you, you went out and figured out what you wanted to do and you happened to come back and obviously your brother's doing the same thing, but yeah. you know, um, I think that's, imp- but I think that's important to let somebody go out and become who they want to be, not force them. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to I mean, set the bird free. If the bird comes back, it's like. Yeah. yeah. Crap, yeah. now I gotta feed the bird. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean the bird's parent has a child? Oh, That's <laughs> yeah, like my hum- bird feed. <laughs> That's like my hummingbird feeder. Yeah, I've exactly. gotta go out and feed the damn thing all I, the time. It, it was inescapable. I mean, you know, I would I was always the car guy everywhere I was. You know, yeah. like and and the thing is when you when you insulate yourself with car guys, you, you or car girls, whatever, you don't realize how few people are like that. How few people have all the screws loose, like, um, <laughs> yeah. so, uh, you know, my, for my, I was in a fraternity and these guys would panic because their, their parents had sent them to school with a car and they had thrashed it. They had let all their fraternity friends borrow it. Yep. And oil I will change. What's that? I would <laughs> rescue them every time I would bail people out with a, you know, a detail yeah. on the basketball court of our fraternity house. And so I was I couldn't really escape that, even though, like, I wasn't embracing that as my only career option. I just like, yeah, I can do that. I know what's yeah. up. Yeah. I'll take care of it. Well, so. but you've been doing that for years. I mean, yeah. you know, he uh, came home one day with these brand new wheels and, and tires. I said, where in the hell did you get that? And, and he goes, Dad, I've been working, you know, six days a week, 12-hour days over at the golf club. And then they tip me on top of, you know, whatever I charge them. And by the way, that's genius. By the way, yeah, yeah of course. total like, genius. You go do eighteen holes. I'll make sure the bends is clean. For I know. For any yeah. young detail entrepreneurs, it's a wonderful way because yeah. golfers throw grassy clubs and their dirty shoes in there, and you've got four hours. Yeah, and, and they're they're playing golf. Okay, yeah. they've got time to kill. They probably have income to spare. Yeah. So. There's your customer base. Yeah, yeah, we met that that young Dane. I was Dane. just talking. Yeah, about Dane's detailing is down. It's come. I don't know if you guys know. He uses a ton of your products. Actually, he's mm. 14, 15 now. He's I think. fourteen, he, and he, he's been oh, detailing yeah. in his in his parents' garage with the Griot's products. Yeah, and he yeah just no, bought, we he know just Dane. Bought himself yeah. a, an SS, a Chevy SS pickup truck. truck yeah, his dad's yeah. got yeah. a Cobra yeah. and a Porsche. Oh, such yeah, a nice, yeah. No, yeah. they're they're like the greatest people. Yeah, yeah. super nice. Same guys. thing yeah. though. He's like, I'm just going to detail my my dad's garage. Yeah, and now he's doing. We never knew this was going to happen. He just announced today, Dane's detailing. He's a Official business. He's doing ceramic coating out of his garage now. This kid's like Good fifteen. Night. He's been he like well. Look, one of the well, he's one of the most impressive kids I've ever met in my life. This kid's going to go places yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, I hope he comes. You know, works for us. Yeah. I hope he does too. Because I mean, <laughs> he's like, already using all Dane. If you're out there, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we've talked to him, and it's like you meet kids like that, and you're like, now nah, this guy's and his dad's his dad's really awesome. Guy. Yeah. You he's know, for letting him he's do that. The dream. Yeah, of he's course. Letting yeah. him do what he wants to do. Yeah, with yeah. work though, man. That kid yeah. works yeah. for his money. Well, I think the parents are going. Let's see. We're getting older. We have a young child. Maybe we should, uh, you know. This is the same thought process. He yeah, was. exactly. Was say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. We'll just fall back on the on the child here. Yeah. Yeah. Dane and Jake Grieger, their name. That's Shout right. out to them. Yeah. Dane's detailing down there. Yeah. So. so yeah, I I. You know, never felt any pressure from my dad to, to come back in the fold and always loved cars. And I can't imagine a better job than making people who love cars happier with them. Plus, we get into, you know, wonderful arguments every day just about the silliest things <laughs> like what kind of wheel should we put on this car? Or, you know, is that font too small or the, do oh I need glasses? Man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I refuse to wear glasses and I still have to read the handbook. I said, well, 
come on, I'm part of our demographic has to read this stuff. And you're going, Dad, you're so old-fashioned. You know, Some of your demographic will put glasses on, Richard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but they're wrong, Nick. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, you, you, started, you started a series with Grills, and I, I'm, I actually just picked up on it. I didn't know, but uh, you've been doing videos for Grills on YouTube and stuff like that recently, showing oh, yeah. products, correct? Yeah, that was, uh, I think that kind of like fell into my lap is just, okay, we've got, we, we used to outsource our videos, and we, our creative team had grown to the point where, okay, we've, we've got a videographer in-house. Um, we've got to, you know, yeah. we, I know the products, it can come off pretty naturally. It's just me repeating exactly how I'd use it and making sure that I don't forget some important aspect of the product if somebody's finding out about it for the first time. But that's just how it started. And now it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we're past 300 videos and we still have more in the queue. And we're now at the point where we're expanding to do, you know, stories about cars and our restoration and um, have fun too. We've yeah. got, we got, some joke videos out there that are uh, good. Those are the with. best kind. Do you guys ever you guys follow um, TerraFlex at all? You guys off-road guys? No, I, I don't know them. No. Okay, so this is off-road company TerraFlex. They do all their own in-house stuff, off-road stuff. But the owner of the company still does the videos, and he is not like the type of guy you'd face for a YouTube video, which makes it better because he does his just. This <laughs> is one of like the perfect lift for your needs. He shows the the Jeep driving through a mall parking lot, smashing over curbs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like stuff like that. Designed great. for yeah. your needs. Yeah. 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 I was going to ask you about products though. Um, ceramic is kind of taking the world by storm. We're seeing uh, ceramic coatings on everything now. It's sort of like it's the new hotness. It's the new wax. I mean, I tell me more as someone who like I like the stuff. I use the the, the green spray is fantastic. Um, but I'm like following the directions on the bottom, like, yay, water doesn't stick to it. Cool. That's all I know. Yeah. Tell me more. Well, I think uh, if, you, if you got our chemist in a room, she'd talk to you about just the you know, chemical bonding and, and paints and in general coating uh, industrial materials and how the automotive realm is really kind of the last to adopt what is, you know, semi-permanent coatings to prevent oxidation, UV inhibition. And that's what you've seen kind of really be adapted very quickly in the automotive industry recently is some form of a base at the very base of it. The goal is to provide UV protection to a UV susceptible system, such as clear coat paints, single stage paints. The benefits are, you know, hydrophobic qualities of water beating. Everybody likes water beating, yeah. uh, self cleaning. So your car actually stays cleaner longer. And then uh, there is actually some uh, level of thickness and or, you know, protective quality. That's, that's over-marketed for sure. Yeah. Um, but really, it's, it's, uh, it's here to stay. It's a great solution for people that, you know, aren't very passionate about uh, caring for their car if they want to reduce time between maintenance. It's also viewed as some kind of the highest and best, um, you know, much like PPF. If you have the dollars to get your paint to a perfect state and apply a, a protection that will last two years as opposed to three months, man, that's a, that's a great option. Um, there are some uh, downfalls to it, but uh, I think the benefits greatly outweigh the, the negative attributes. And uh, really, it's, it's something that has allowed professional detailers to make quite a bit of money and have yeah. given, because it's a level of service and hours that they didn't have the option to really charge and or offer. Um, and for consumers, again, that elect to have what they want is the highest and best. If they're going to put the time in with a, with a machine and, and polish their paint to a perfect state, gosh, it's, it's there for you. 
and, and now they're pretty widely available. I think everybody, everybody in our competitive set offers it. Um, our, we're unique in that we had kind of slow played that knowing that we want to manufacture it. And, uh, and I think that we do everything in terms of our chemical development by a very strict set of regulatory standards and, uh, and also the equipment required to do those things. So it's just been a process for us. But and that's made in USA in Indianapolis. Yeah, right? yeah. All, so that's that's really the Ours focus. Is. Um, yeah, yours is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's the the rest of the stuff. Most likely comes out of Korea and other it's, Yeah, it, he's very right. There's there's very few actual manufacturers of uh, what you're seeing as rebranded and private labeled uh, coatings, and and quite a bit of marketing opportunity that is really just this is this is a fad. Right, it's explosive. The, there will be a, a reckoning in terms of, you know, the twenty-five, thirty coatings that companies that are out there, they'll probably come back to earth at some point. But we know that, um, you know, we'll still be here if we can continue to develop it ourselves. And and when we bring something to market, it's going to be really exceptional. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. it's it's going to be. We, we just will know that it's ours, and that's really important to us. But it'll be yeah. easy to use. It'll be, you know. I mean, he'll. It's got to check be, a lot of boxes. Yeah. And uh, and again, there's there's. And then it's got to smell smell nice. It's got to smell nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you guys said, you <laughs> took your time. There were a lot of products yeah. that came to market before you, but they they weren't they're not working. Uh, we've yeah. seen stuff like Johnson Floor Wax. You know, just like I mean, it dries to a milky, you know, substance. That's what everybody like, wants. Yeah. Milky yeah. substance. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> but it, you know, it it we the consumer has been educated about its existence, and that benefits us to be huh. kind of a late adopter. Because everybody's aware of it, yeah. Um, and, and we just have kind of held the line in that uh, we're not going to private label a chemical because our entire company at this point is based upon making our own chemicals. So mm -hmm. we, operational excellence that we really strive for. Yeah. So we have the we we now have the equipment to expand that that line, and and we're working on expanding it. So um, there's more for us in the future. But in terms of the technology in general. Excellent. It's I awesome. think it's here to stay. It's yeah. not, you know, this whole nano stuff or, you know. There are, there are some things I wonder what Nick does up. in the company after hearing that speech. If it, I wonder if he's in the marketing department. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. well, I'll tell you what, he's got a great eye. Yes. And, you know, to be in this business, you have to be able to identify uh, perfection. And not everybody has it. And um, so he was kind of raised on that. And, you know, I, I would always point out, you know, flaws and, you know, um, in paint work and underlying Bondo. That's just, you know, I mean, it'll move around just, you know, on a hot day when you're looking at it. And so <laughs> just, you know, educating him. And then, you know, he's really taking that and just really ran with it. So, yeah. And, I mean, and again, I'm not alone. Like, I, I definitely, we have a very, very, you know, experienced team of, again, I'm not a chemist. Uh, I can definitely apply. <laughs> yeah, trust me. What? I, I, I took a chemistry class. Fraud. It was not, <laughs> it was not very productive. I'm sure you We try to hire people yeah. smarter than ourselves. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get it. I, it's, I, I talk to the engineers at work. I'm not an engineer, so yeah. I, I'm, I'm making what they tell me presentable to people who don't <laughs> want to talk to engineers. Yeah, yeah. and, and it's, yeah. it's all iterative, right? I mean, again, my, my experience comes from applying it to the car and wanting to have that experience and then we need to make a chemical balance and then obviously within a regulatory set that is, is ever changing. Yeah. The regulations are, are just really yeah. coming down and hard. On everybody that's right not now. something as, as you know, in my position going to work with this guy every day that I want to raise my hand and say, 
I pushed out a product that we're now getting sued or some consumer has been harmed by this. That's just because at the same, I'm going to go out in the garage and use that same product. Like I, that's not the goal. So deliberate patient product development is really, again, a benefit. Like we talked about with our orbitals, we just, we have the luxury of time because we've, we've really been buoyed by. A, a but that's what has created a name for you. And that's what has caused the, the car community to, to really embrace it, I think, in the fact that, you know, your competitors out there, and, and, and Dan and I have had a, an opportunity in our, in our experiences to meet some of them, and they're very good people, but it's, it's a mass production. And even though you guys are mass producing, the, the quality and care you're putting into it shows and it makes people want to have, like, I always say that when I have products in my garage and it, it, if it's a Griot's product, I'm displaying that product because not only does mm-hmm. it work, but it like, it looks good. It, it looks, looks nice, good. Yeah. Like there's that, there's yeah. that aesthetic, but you know, and, and I think that's something you want to be proud of. So well, I think it's something you've really, you guys have both. Yeah, you guys a have a name for quality. Yeah. Nobody's arguing that ever. Yeah. Like everybody knows Griot's is good stuff. Yeah. Like it's not even. And we were talking too, there's, um, you know, there are very reputable brands that we compete against. Um, some of them do everything well. Um, and those are going to stick around. Some of them are, are really have great messages or people that deliver them. And, you know, if you can keep the drum beating, as go for it. Good on you. But um, it, it, we're really just – I feel very fortunate. I know what the rules are. Yeah, we've already st- – I mean, you <laughs> know, we've just had one vision, and that's, yeah. and you, you know, strive. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, you know, we don't go off the reservation. We just – we know it's going to take longer to get there. Uh, but, you know, we're building – a business, not building a, you know, I don't know, a well, flamed out idea in, yeah, in two, yeah. two years. So. I'm not trying to get your 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. No, yeah. we're just, you know, I mean, this is about as famous as, you know, we'll ever be is on the show with you two guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were thinking that the opposite yeah. of that, but okay, uh, sure, yeah. yeah. And, and again, I think it. We uh, need to set you better goals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's all about cars too, yeah. right? It's this all is, about, at the yeah. end of the day, look, I mean, you know, when I started this business, it's it's like, where does the guy go to have fun? And the garage is the largest room of the house, and yet it was the room that everyone poops in. Mm-hmm. And so if you can get all the poopers be using out the of the garage. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, I mean, you yeah. know, it's 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 <laughs> like where the toaster the landed, right? And <laughs> yeah. then, oh, gosh, yeah. the skis are now on the floor, and... And, uh, you know, the floor looks like a mess. So it's, it's, it's the largest room in your house. It's the largest craft room. I mean, it it's, it's really can be turned into something really productive. And as crazy as life is these days, you need a sanctuary. You need a place where you can go and just, you know, re-energize. And that's what it's done for me, you know, my whole entire life, even when I was a young kid. It's like I would, never did great in school. But the garage just gave me something that's like, ah, gosh, I don't have to worry about, you know, my English teacher just throwing a paper at me. I mean, that's that's when you could, like, spank kids over the head. You can't do that now. That's my garage now. That's I've tried to create that with my garage. It's yeah. Like, it's like... It, I have a giant couch in my garage. It's very comfortable, people tell me. Yeah. And, but it's like, <laughs> I, I, it's intentional because like that's the place we all go to hang out and work on stuff and friends come over. I mean, we all have our own shops, most, mostly actually in my group, but it's like, that's definitely the community I've tried to create with it is that, yeah, let's all go and sit in the garage and even if we're just hanging out and doing nothing, if like yeah. if there's a car in the garage, somebody will be cleaning it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Why not? There. Well, you know, and you can get a group of guys together and be like, well, they, you don't have any projects, but then you start talking in the garage. You're like, well, I've been thinking about doing this. Well, well let's do it. Uh, you yeah. know, it's like, oh, my car's dirty. Well, let's wash it. 
And and um, you know, car. I've always said cars are my calming thing. Like I have a horrible day. I come home. I can work on my car. I can clean my car. I can mm-hmm. go down and and do something, and that kind of recenters me. And I think that's to your point. Like, and yeah. I academically, I was very much like you. It's like I could kind of turn off the you know English paper. Probably I probably yeah. turned it off for too long, but um, <laughs> which caused a lot of other issues. But this is all your fault. This is why yeah. I write the blog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Spelling's not my strong suit. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Well, this Used is could. You know, yeah. This place, Drivers Club that yeah. we're in, is is a good example of it too. It's pretty mm-hmm. much a it's a sanctuary, right? I mean, yeah. you, and obviously there's all the technological and storage aspects of it. Well, but you know, the concept of the garage doesn't necessarily have to be a garage, a garage. right? Yeah. It's, it's a just, gathering point. It's yeah. just your your car escape, right? Where yeah. you go to tune everything out to uh, we could have called a it beer. Turn the you know yeah. put the music on. Shut the door. Nobody wants to come into the garage to help clean, right? Yeah. yeah. So guess what? It's yours. If you don't <laughs> get it dirty space. in the first place, though, you don't have to clean it. Yeah. yeah. Your uh, point about Drivers Club, like that's when, when that's one of the reasons we were so greatly excited about being invited here, and the fact that it's a gathering place for car guys. Like if yeah. you walk into the members' lounge, you know, no matter what, you're going to have something to talk about with that person. Now yep. this this place is totally cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just. I, mean, I was just, you know, wondering where the bunk beds are here because yeah, right. I, I might, I might <laughs> not go home you know, tonight. Are, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. I yeah. mean, this wall should just like lay down. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not a horrible idea. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> enormous Murphy bed. I think that's probably <laughs> well, as long as it could jump up and down on yeah, it. Exactly. You know, half trampoline, half Murphy <laughs> bed. <laughs> I'm not saying that's a horrible idea, but I'm also saying I'm not going to steal it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm where are the cameras in here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Someday walk into my garage. Is that a Murphy bed? And a trampoline. Where'd and you get a that? trampoline. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Proprietary. <laughs> What's your favorite road trip you guys have been on? You guys touched on it earlier. I want to circle back with that. You said you guys did road trips as a kid. I did the same thing. I got my love of road trips and national parks because my parents always drove us everywhere. Yeah. Where, what have been your favorites? I that We never really finished the... Suburban, I think it's par for the course today, but uh, that was that's the one that stuck. And if you ask, if you pull my four, three siblings, so there's four of us, I guess, right? Um, yeah, you plus as three far as, as I know, everyone yeah. <laughs> might be more w- would raise their hand and say the first time we got in that suburban when we we drove to Yellowstone, we did Glacier, we did the. Uh, Canadian side, it's Waterton or Waterton. Are you yeah. sure you're not part of this family, Dan? No kidding. Uh, I'll say you sound like yeah, a bunch yeah. of my road trips. You know, yeah. and, uh, and Grand Teton, and we, we camped out of that thing. We definitely broke it up with some hotels, but we the, the modern suburban interior had three screens in there, um, and we watched National Lampoon's Vacation. Well, yeah. And European <laughs> Vacation. Pretty much on loop. Yeah. All <laughs> 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 a road in the back of the whole way. We, <laughs> we didn't da, 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 kill any dogs. Where's the dog? <laughs> 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 the bugger probably kept up till about 15 miles. <laughs> the best part of that movie is when he puts Graham on the roof. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was yeah. it. Because we were. You we know, had cherry cans on the roof. I just keep going. My dad says I'm the best kisser. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, I got a great joke about that. Right? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were in Wyoming in like Harley country in an orange suburban and like four kids are piling out of one door. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and just. It was great. Awesome. It was I, a car I, that is forever with us. When was the road trip us. out of curiosity? When was this? 
Uh, I was 21. I just got an ACL surgery. Yeah. So yeah. So you got the front oh, seat. Oh, that totally tells me the year, yeah. Nick. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how I remember. Because <laughs> oh, no, I have no idea so what year. Let's start was. with this. Like, how old yeah. are you now? Uh, yeah. 33. Okay, so it was about yeah. 22 years ago, or yeah. 10, yeah. 12, 12 years ago. ago. 12, yeah. 12 My years ago. My math doesn't work either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But we saw our first moose. I've never seen a moose. And we saw under one. I mean. <laughs> the GTR. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's what you'd want to do. You don't yeah, want to yeah. go over oh, it. Oh, God, yeah. But, um, no, I mean, that that was a great trip. And and you'd pull into a gas station, and then people would swarm around the car. And literally, I remember filling the tank just like, oh, gosh, is this guy ever going to stop talking? <laughs> and and literally, I get in the car, and I'm rolling up the window, driving away, and he's still talking to me. It's just that, you know, we're, we've, we've got a hotel we got to be I've at. I've never met anybody like that in the car community. Yeah, I never. I know, about, I know. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, I just... I, I, Let me tell you about I, my <laughs> blood type. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. I should have just said, why don't you just grab <laughs> onto the luggage rack, we'll take you to the next town, and you, we can talk there. <laughs> who, who are you? Uh, Turtle. Richard Turtle. Uh, Turtle Wax. Got to go. Bye. <laughs> Um, Another road trip, we picked up your uh, grandfather's car, which I think that was awesome. I I had sold the car to one of my good uh, friends down at Bend, Oregon that has a service shop. So he maintained it for all these years. What type of car? Eight, a 89 Land Cruiser, so FJ62. Oh, cool. yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay. Gold. So we got that back. Big yeah, body. My, my, uh, my mom's dad, uh, who passed away last year, um, it was his car, and I used to ride shotgun, hold on to the, uh, you know, kind of the... The, the grab rail on the, the passenger side. The grab rail on the passenger side in, uh, in San Diego before we moved. So I had, like, very early memories this of this This is car. before car seats and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, you have the arm. And we, <laughs> like, the car has 250,000 miles on it. It's in immaculate shape relative to my my daily driver jeep grand wagoneer that uh is the wood paneling it's a piece of crap (laughs) relative to fit and finish but this toyota is perfect all the rubbers you know but yeah, two hundred fifty thousand miles. We flew down to Bend yeah. and we drove it back. Yeah, and it was just like a full wash of memories and uh, just crazy. And and now I'm driving that. Uh, and I had to teach him how you know the momentum of a car. Oh yeah, because with that I car. Know. It is like yeah. if you don't have it in the right power band and the right gear, you're, you're going up the hill. No, and you're going backwards. Yeah. So, it's like, God, how did I that understand happen? that, Nick. Like my, yeah. my, my 59 Triumph was my grandfather's. He bought it new in 1960 for $1,000. So, I, and I, I understand that, that having that nostalgic feeling. I remember after I finally restored it, like getting that car and remembering, I, had, I sat in the driver's seat and I was like, I feel like I sh- this should seem more important to me and I was like oh I've never sat in this seat yeah. I was always in the passenger yeah. seat and yeah. I was grabbing the little grab bar and I didn't have it, I had to put seat belts in it never had seat belts and I realized how unsafe my grandfather was yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's how the, that's how the tough guys grow up you yeah, know you, you go through a windshield or two and then you're this you're, is a small you know, windshield yeah. so yeah yeah I remember learning to drive it's very I vividly remember the, the, the mint green interior of my dad's 66 Ford with a four speed with no power steering and you're like you're gonna drive on this yeah. Have you ever driven one of those? <laughs> no power steering? Yeah. No power steering. Your first gear is granny gear? Yeah. So it was like, man, you, you learn to drive Seven. the hard way with that thing. Yeah. My first car was a 1979 biceps. Ford Granada. My grandfa- same grandfather gave me, yeah. and it was a boat. My mom's like, I didn't care what you did. She goes, you, you could have hit a barn and been fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. I did, actually. Those, uh, are, those, story. those are great cars when they came out. They they were, I mean, it's a stunning design. Yeah. I mean, I was I'm, at Granny Apple Green, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, that would be unfortunate. That, Richard, you've owned wrong. some incredible cars. Uh, Nick, you have too. But we were we were walking around Drivers Club and we stumbled across a, a certain race car down there, and I was laughing. It was a it's a 
old Michael Schumacher car, and I, said, I looked at oh, you. And I said, yeah. I said, you should really own one of these. And we were <laughs> laughing because you had. Yeah, and you right. said the, the, the best phrase I've heard. You said that I have five great memories in my life of my children being born yeah. and the day I got to drive my Schumacher F1 car. Yeah. Tell me yeah. a little bit about that car. Oh, yeah. And, and where it came from. I mean, we know where it came from, but how you came well, about it. Well, yeah. So in like 08 and 09, when it looked like the whole world was coming to an end, you know, you could really put your hands on some great, great cars, and that was one of them. Um, and we sent it down to the factory just to, you know, have them, you know, start it up and stuff. And then uh, for my... Because uh, if people don't know, you can't just buy an F1 car and get in it and start it. There's a yeah. process to it. Yeah. What year was it, too? I can't... It's a F2 well, I was, I was like 50 years old, I think. I mean, it was like 10 years ago. The Ferrari, not you. Oh, the Ferrari. <laughs> The uh, 2000. Yeah, 2000. Yeah, okay. yeah. F2000. it was the F2000. F so that was his first world championship, you know, car for Ferrari. Yeah. Right? I mean, they, you know, not since 1979 had they won a, won a driver's title, I guess. So, um, yeah, so get to the factory and... and uh, Did you I actually buy it from Ferrari? No, I bought it from a private individual... Hmm. Um, who was having trouble selling houses over in the UK. So um, I don't want to say it was a fire sale price, but it was almost a fire sale price. Price was right, yes. Yeah. Okay. And um, so we went to the factory, and uh, I am in the dressing room where Alonzo and Nikki Lauda and Gilles Villeneuve and everybody had changed from street clothes into their overalls and then they make the walk from there you know to the shell garage and that walk was just mind-blowing for one i mean here i am just you know stuff myself in a driving suit and then they had about uh, 12 you know mechanics around the car and they're kind of going through everything and you know i don't speak italian but they're probably saying oh gosh this look at this big american and we're going to shoehorn him into the <laughs> that car that was going to be my next <laughs> question then, because you and i are about uh, the same size yeah so yeah, yeah. so some baby oil. so yeah right <laughs> so they gave me a piece of leather they didn't pour a seat for me or anything okay. they just thought you know i'll just i'll, I'll be doing you know parade parade laps and um so you know letting out the clutch with your finger right yeah. to get it started uh, I, I didn't no stall it. I didn't okay. stall it. And so we we start working, and I never left foot braked and this and, and this that. is at the factory on, the, on their yeah. the track. Like yeah. The infamous, uh, yeah. What's, what's the name of the track? Not I can picture it. I, I can't, can't say I can't it. too. Uh, Fiorano. Fiorano, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, um, you know, I start going faster and faster, and then they start paying attention. It's like, okay, he hasn't gone off the track yet. <laughs> He's going faster, and 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 literally, I've you know, I've driven a few cars by now in my in my day, and um, so now they start working with me, and so and speaking English and speaking <laughs> English, and they know where I'm lifting. I'm, yeah, I'm going, gosh, I really don't want to go through that kink. He said, "Don't worry, the car will stick. Just keep your foot down." So I, I came around the. Um, yeah the last hairpin down the straight in front of the shell garage and he said don't don't lift at the kink and i think i went through that kink at 172 miles an hour and it was still picking up speed and then i just had one of these holy moments i think i'm going to go right off the track and so i just jammed on the brake and within 50 meters the car Stop. was stopped, and I had to drive another hundred meters to the corner. So, <laughs> so I, you know, I undershot that by a tad. 
but I was only off uh, Schumacher's time by nine seconds, and I thought without a That's seat, and good. I was just getting tossed all over the place in the car. I mean, the seat is um, six to seven seconds. We all know that. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can tell you that if you are comfortable in a car, you've got at least two seconds. Okay. Easy. All right. But and then I had bruises all up and down my arm, um, just from holding my my, you know. I don't I know. I, I yeah, my body in the car. Sure. You hit and the side and tensioning. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're trying to keep your, your, your hands loose. And then just, okay, you're shifting up, you're shifting down. Whoops, shifted up when I wanted to go down. Anyway, so it was fun. Wow. I mean, and it's like I, like I said, had five days, five great days in my life. That's First great. four were the kids being born, and the fifth one just at Fiorano with uh, Schumacher's car. I'm completely comfortable with that fact. Yeah, I would yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah. If somebody looked at me and said, I love you, son, but I love this Ferrari, I'm like, I get it. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. you know, well, I grew up watching Schumacher. Sure. Yeah. Right? We all so, did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, Senna died when I was conscious. I remember, like, I got a, yeah. a, a puzzle of, like, a thousand piece puzzle of Ayrton Senna's face as a six year old. Thousand piece puzzle. Not going to do that. Um, <laughs> Way to challenge thought, yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Well, but so, like, that's how I remembered Senna, right? Sure. But I definitely saw Schumacher come up. And was was watching that, you know, a speed channel, like the the only racing channel you could yep. find with my dad and my brothers. At like three in the morning. Yeah. 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 And, 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 <laughs> watch a race live. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, it wasn't boring that he was the best. So to like kind of see that car. Um, That's probably a car I should have kept, I think. Yeah. But I mean, anyway, you can't keep them all. No. And that car led to. But you, get, you experienced you know, it. That's the important yeah, thing. Yeah, I did. Yeah. That car led to Nicky Lauda's uh, car. You know, the, uh, the thing that we always talk about, <laughs> too, <things>. is uh, <laughs> most of the cars that are down in Tacoma, you can start up and drive. Mm -hmm. um, granted, you probably don't want to try and do it yourself, but the guy who can help us is in Puyall, right? So if you're flying 10 people from Italy to manage this car that's very electronic, needs a certain process to be started – it pretty much is just a brick. Yeah, in the in the garage. Killjoy, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. so you uh, you drove it, then brought it here, correct? I did. Yeah. I did, and the Ferrari factory didn't really like that, so <laughs> we were trying the to biggest, biggest kick out of that. Like with yeah. Ferrari, it's like we're going to sell you a car, but you don't actually get to you know like it's like their yeah, FS. No laptop. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You sort of own it. But you sort really. of own it. I mean, you paid for it and you own everything, yeah. but we keep it. Yeah, kind of thing. But. But, I mean, we could have started it with a steering wheel, and we got the nitrogen bomb going and, and uh, you know, charged the valve system. And we're going, should we really turn this over? Because it would have been a, you know, $150,000 mistake. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because so. it takes, like you said, it takes a, it's, it's a whole village to kind of run that car. And yeah. But well. it sounded cool. I mean, it, <laughs> it sounded so unbelievably. Was that era in, of Formula One yeah, was. The V10s. Yeah wrapped out i think that thing would have turned like fifteen thousand rpm and they choked me down to like 12 or something wow. that's why i was nine seconds off the pace totally. that's I mean, it yeah. I yeah, mean, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense to me yeah makes sense to me yeah. so that you, you is that the favorite the most favorite car you probably own i mean when you think about it you know it's um you know porsche used to say it's the next one i i would i would totally agree with him because i you know i i you know, have many nice cars, and I've had just some insane cars and some great memories. I mean, my son and I um, and my wife went over to Monaco, and I drove 
um, you know, Dan Gurney's Eagle in in the prehistorics there around okay. Monaco, and that's cool. like another another experience that was just out of out of body, really. So. I mean, you know, Nick's not without his experiences. I mean, he we were talking. He rented a Porsche from the the Porsche the factory, yeah. factory, and then put more miles on it than anybody had ever done. So that was, you know, <laughs> yeah. He's an overachiever too. He is. I mean, and that's in the family. We're noticing that. Trust me. There's a definite yeah. line down the middle of the room here. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, fun. Nick. I mean, as of, of the cars you've owned and, and had the opportunity, you know, from your your dad's collection and things like that. Where, where's Where's your love? Well, I think that uh, that Schumacher car was probably the one that had the most history. Um, just to, again, just significance relative to racing. And in my mind, it's always racing is still the, the precedent. Um, I, I mean, I, my favorite car I've owned is, uh, my, my O four. I had a Mark Ford R32 that I put 60,000 miles cool. on across the country, eight times in it. Dang. Um, going to school in Georgia. That's a hell of back. a commute. Yeah. yeah. Um, nice car to do it. No, every day, you know, so, he yeah, lived I mean, at home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> To me, you know, I, I've, yeah. I've owned uh, Mark Six and Mark Seven R's, and they aren't—they've become so electronic that right. that I'm like chasing that analog experience of that Mark Four. So um, that you know, I, d- I haven't owned the significant cars that Richard has, but I've definitely been able to be around them. And uh, I've let my kids drive everything. Yeah, there's just one rule: you, you bend it and break it. You're probably not gonna. Yeah, it sounded like you, you got anymore. to drive Nick's Mercedes and blew it up. So yeah, I don't yeah. Know, I mean, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he totally set me up. On yeah, that. Uh-huh, fair enough. He yeah, did. I, Dad, it's making a lot of noise. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I've, I've driven. I got. I, I want to drive more of the race cars. I think part of it too is that they're old cars that have hurt people and are expensive, and it's just you know con- knowing how to control a modern car with all the kind of mistake proofing that they've got oh yeah um, so that you're comfortable um before you jump into a car that you know we the first time you put your 9082 on the track the throttle stuck wide open right yeah. going into the corkscrew on laguna seca i would say that i would probably have driven over the top of the hill and here we go crashed yeah. to my yeah. death you need some experience you know? so it's mm-hmm. like the, the old cars that's that's I, the romance of of who drove them and where they were at the time and the crazy people that were strapping themselves to things that would kill them. I like those cars, uh, but I'm not confident enough to drive them in anger yet. Best car ever made, Bruce McLaren's 1967 M6A1 Can-Am car. You know, it was Without funny. a shadow of a doubt. We are literally on the, the same, because when I was down yeah. there, I wanted to talk about that car. Yeah. I mean, because it was a car I wasn't aware that it was owned but we were in the garage and that was just sitting there casually yeah. can you tell me a little bit about that car um yeah it's underpowered okay <laughs> no um, it's uh yeah. so um that was bruce mclaren's car mm-hmm. and denny holm had uh you know another chassis that was stretched two inches he was you know slightly larger and um uh but it was the first ground effect car and they had had a pressure meter under the car, and when the and when the meter went negative, um, they knew they were onto something, and that's why the McLarens were just so fast and so far, you know, superior. Um, you know, they called it the Bruce and Denny show. So he won two races and came in second place in two other races, which gave him the title in that car. Then it was sold to some 
some guy we don't even know, but his name was Roger Penske. Oh, um, okay. Who <laughs> he'll put, be somebody someday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he'll be somebody someday. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he put Mark Donahue in the car, and Mark Donahue won another four times in the USRRC series in 1968. So the car is just, it's magic. And I get in it. I haven't driven it in two years, and the car just tells me everything that's going on. It goes, hey, I got your back on this. And, and it just it encourages you to go faster and faster. And, and um, is, it is the most spectacular car I've ever driven. There's one person that I've got to ask about as far as a car person. What does mom think about all this? Mom, my mom, my no, mom used no, to cry no. at the oh, racetrack. I'm talking when about I was your there. lovely wife. Oh, uh, she's is she, fine. Is she is she a car girl? She is. Okay, yeah, That's, yeah. that definitely helps. Well, she's been in a lot of these <laughs> stories, and I kept thinking, like, I wonder, you know, because we we we've all run into those car guys that are, you know, that spend their time in their garage, work on their cars, and the wife goes or the girlfriend, and bless their soul, just goes, not my thing, don't want anything to do with it, you know. Yeah. So yeah, That's I've wonderful. been I've been lucky enough with with my wife now that I. Uh, you know, when I came back to Griot's, I I started doing events around the country. I actually got my class ACDL and was driving our truck and trailer to towns, setting up shows, and it's a great way to meet customers. You were the whole circus, okay? Yeah, yeah cool. definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, you know, my wife was complaining that I was gone so much, and I was like, "Well, just come with me. You know, come do a couple shows." And uh, so she came to two shows. She said, "I'm never." Never doing that again. <laughs> and I trust that what you're doing out there is I love very, you, very, very but, hard. Yeah. yeah, But we we were at car shows. And so naturally mm-hmm. we go yeah. around, we yeah. look at the cars and like, okay, you just have to tell me what you like. Like, let's start with, we need to put the needle in and give you the drug. So <laughs> yeah. tell, tell me, <laughs> tell me. Tell, what, are we in an American needle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Italian needle? Yeah. yeah. Where are we at? Yeah. So Five she needles likes, at once. she likes uh, Z3M coupes or oh, okay. clown shoes. Oh okay. yeah. No, we talked yeah, yeah, about yeah. Yeah. She wants an evergreen one that, which they made. Yeah. Like it's like that darker green, right? 20 of. I was going to yeah. say, yeah. it's like the made, worst one. They yeah. made 20 of and they're with the S52 motors. So like, uh, you know, I take her to a car show and she finds this explosively expensive collector car that yeah. she loves. <laughs> but in the back of my mind, I'm like, gosh, so much of my life will be easier if I find one of these cars mm-hmm. <laughs> and, get, and, yeah. and that's her car. So yeah. I, I, I kind of know Did anybody that has no, one. Call yeah, us. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. If you have okay. an evergreen, uh, Rare as Hans Hans Keith, with yeah. less than 50,000 miles. Where'd on Gleason it, go? Yeah. He'd be yeah. the guy yeah. I'd ask. Yeah. <laughs> if only we knew somebody where to find BMWs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I you <laughs> know, it's important to, to have the support of your spouse and, uh, you know, She's she's okay with me totally trying to infect my one year old who at this point can point towards cars, but you know, I'm just I'm hoping too much. So hey. <laughs> that's actually my sixth greatest day, I okay. think. Okay, yeah, I think that's a fair one. You know, and, and he reaches out for grandpa and he wants me to show him all the cars in the collection. Yeah, that's pretty special. That's yeah, cool. that's pretty great. Fulfillment of the dream. I was gonna yeah. say people at work who say they don't get it like I don't, they don't get the car thing and I'm like you just haven't met the right car yet so yeah. you've had the right experience or yeah. you've had the bad experience you've been with some guy who says he's a car guy and decides that going as fast as possible in the worst conditions possible is cool right. like nah it like, scares no. you yeah it scares yeah. you I'm like yeah. so you've had the opposite experience but once it's you find the right car it's not about speed no no yeah. it's about it's enjoyment a- it's about looking sideways out the window, all crossed up and yep. going, I have this under control. Yeah. I've done that and been, thank God my car has this under control because I do not. And my electronics have saved my ass, I admit that. Dan and I were down in Monterey this year. We had the opportunity to, uh, to interview uh, uh, 
Wade, Co- Wade Kawasaki from SEMA. Oh yeah. And he was talking about. Oh really? He, he said he was sitting in a Porsche going into a corner, and he said, he said my wife is with me. She says she doesn't really know this. He says, but I'm coming to the corner. He goes, I'm not going to make the corner. He goes, and if you own Porsches, you know the only way you're going to get through that corner is more power. <laughs> Don't lift. And she's sitting in the audience, and she's just like, she did not know. I she did not know that he had, had that he, they had had an old moment and i think they were in georgia on the yeah. on the tail of the dragon or something like that and it's yeah. just funny because he was grinning ear to ear and she's like i didn't know that yeah can't <laughs> confirm that was not scripted and she did not know yeah <laughs> <laughs> absolutely i had dinner with wade and he is a true true car guy oh, oh, and yeah, his wife i mean they're guy. they're wonderful he's people. so cool yeah. I mean, you, and I mean, you, you and the stuff he's worked, done with Coker Tire and things like that. It's just he started weird. detailing, putting business cards on windshields. Yep. That's how he started. <laughs> Such a yeah, really dad cool. Dad had a garage, I think. Yeah, dad yeah. had a garage in yep. Santa Monica or something like that, or San yeah. Jose. So yeah. anyway, it's amazing the people you meet, and, and especially in the car community. Like they're like all I was, great. But you could sit down with somebody who can be, you know, huge, the Jay Leno's of the world, and you can talk cars, and it's yeah. not doesn't the status doesn't matter. The status doesn't matter, and doesn't matter what you have. You know that passion is. All the same, yeah. And um, it's you know, important. Like, to, I mean, we've yeah. we've been here for three hours, or maybe it's five hours, but it feels like five minutes. Well, I yeah. think it's important to just recognize the the community, right? I mean, you you know that when you start talking to cars to somebody who doesn't, their eyes glaze over and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I've got you here." But yeah. get out <laughs> of my. Yeah. But yeah. if but if you are the only one at a party and you're the car guy, they just like latch onto you like a rabid dog yeah. <laughs> i think it's my like blinker <laughs> fluid is out yes it is yes. and for twenty dollars i can change it yes. yeah absolutely you know this is a speaking of the car community this okay. is a this is oh, a good I see time. where you're going with yeah, this okay we yeah. do need to move on to our uh the next event we have coming up uh if you're this is an interesting one uh avance has a avance tech session with peace fans so um, they do Vanagon. They don't just do Volkswagen Vanagons. They do Ford Transits, other things like that. But they do uh, conversions for tent tops and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is a big thing here, especially. Um, we ought to go to that. Kind of fun. So that's. Uh, I actually think I'm going to take my parents to that. Like, yeah. Been yeah. Like, yeah so. It's fun stuff. Yeah. And that's March 1st. Um, but to join Avance, Avance.com. They're a Griot's uh, partner as well. They're a sponsor of our show. And if you want to make great, meet great people in the car community, Avant has changed the game in the Pacific Northwest. What Adam's doing is absolutely fantastic. He has events for everybody of all ages, everything from RC car sessions to uh, plenty of events at Griot's to private collection tours, you name it. So, And if you join, you get the awesome uh, Griot's car care kit, which is where I... I That's worth it. like 900 bucks. If not more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean... That right. alone pays for the membership in itself. It's hundred bucks to join. The member, the, the the gift box is worth it alone. Yeah. So highly recommend. Yeah. That. We just need we need a retail store up here. Hint, uh, hint. Uh, yeah. No. Poke, poke. Wow. No. Yeah. Uh, what time is it? Uh, no. No. I'm just yeah. No. Adam is a great guy. Uh, yeah. We've we've enjoyed having the Avance uh, groups down to. He's uh, built a wonderful Lodge. community. Yeah. It's just uh, it's amazing to me what he's done, and I, and I really appreciate what he's done. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Shall we? Well, for this episode of Rain City Supercars, and we do thank you both for coming in. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.